0: I might go to bed one night and feel like I can take on the world and wake up in the morning and feel like a, a meek little mouse and just not want to go anywhere around anyone. <laughs> and it, it's that sort of very um, interchangeable mood that in, that has always impacted my ability to consistently push myself forward through these different, you know, different ways of expressing myself. Um, and really, I think that comes down to a sort of real deep-rooted fear of not being good enough and not being worthy and it being dangerous to to step outside and speak my truth and shine my light.
1: Hello and welcome to How Not To Run A Business. I want to wish you all a very happy new year and I hope you're doing very well today. Boy have I got a conversation for you. My good friend and also fellow entrepreneur and self-expressed human being Sophie Turton is back. If you haven't listened to our episode that was released last year, we had an amazing conversation about Sophie's journey as a business owner and her struggles with addiction. But we're coming back for a very different conversation this time. Me and Sophie talk a lot and we had a conversation last year around self-expression. It's a really important subject for us. And so I invited her back on the podcast to have a conversation around being self-expressed. So the intention of this podcast is to help you, the listener, to be more self-expressed in life, whether that's in business or in your personal life, whether you want to become a burlesque dancer, a stand-up comedian, or whether you want to have more power and freedom in your business, or sharing And starting conversations around subjects or issues in the world that are important to you. We all have them. We all have a view and opinion. But we do get held back. We do lack self-expression. Some of you may not really notice it as much as others. Some people may be very stopped by it. And particularly when we're talking about social media. Social media is an amazingly powerful but also a very, very dark place for most of us. So, we explore all of these topics. We're going to understand Sophie's journey with her self expression in becoming a UK touring burlesque dancer. And we're also going to talk about our own experiences of self-expression, what holds us back, and some tips and advice on being more self-expressed in the world. The purpose of this podcast is for you to have more freedom when you talk about your business, about yourself, about what's important to you. It's a bit of a long episode, so if you can't listen to it in one go, pause it and come back to it. I'm very excited to share this conversation with you. We both learn a lot in this conversation. As with most of my podcast episodes, there are a few swear words in there. There are also some strong opinions and views. But this is all in service of having a conversation, creating a dialogue, challenging ourselves, challenging the world to do better and to have a more peaceful and fruitful existence. So for now, it's time to sit back, relax and enjoy. We're back for the second time, you lucky, lucky people with the gorgeous Sophie Turton. How are you today, Sophie?
0: I'm good.
1: So we've come back again. So we did an episode a few months ago, which was very well received. And we were having a chat and I said to you, we were having a conversation about self-expression, weren't we? And I said, well, why don't you come back and we'll have a a conversation about self-expression because me and you have a lot of conversations about all kinds of fun stuff. And I was very inspired by your recent journey with your creativity and self-expression. Do you want to talk a bit about what you've been up to?
0: Sure. So I... I have been on a bit of a journey with this, but particularly I think you're referring to the last year where I have really blossomed into my burlesque dancing. And and this year I've been touring around the UK doing solo burlesque performances in lots of different shows um, and creating each time more and more out-of-the-box bizarre acts, which has been a lot of fun, um, and just kind of experimenting a lot and really really pushing myself out of my comfort zone
1: it's uh well yeah we we we're, we're good friends and we've been talking a lot throughout that journey and i've been privileged to um to get a, 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 an access to what's been really going on behind the scenes and i know you're a very open and um you know self-expressed person most of the time like all of us And but we all have our struggles with that and it's been from from an outsider's perspective as someone who has dreams and hopes to do things that are outside of my comfort zone like stand-up comedy I mean oh my god it scares me I'd rather throw myself out of a plane than do a stand-up comedy but it's one of those things where I've put it off and put it off for years and to see you go from not doing it and being a complete beginner and all of those um, fears and imposter syndrome and challenges to now i think i well i messaged you the other day when you put a post on facebook and i was like look at like look at you go where you've come from it's so inspiring and and that is for me a really good example of what self-expression is and it's super inspiring. So I'm really excited to have this conversation with you for us to both explore your journey, your challenges. And I know that the intention of this podcast is to empower my listeners to do what they want to do in life. And we often get held back by various different things, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, so many different things. <laughs>
1: so what what would you, well all the things but it's going to be different for everyone everyone's got a unique experience so i'd love for you to share what has held you back whether that's and maybe before we go into that just to provide a bit more context around it we're obviously talking about your amazing and super impressive and inspirational journey into burlesque dancing and there's also you know, this is a business postcard, right? So that's still relevant. But there's also what holds us back in our business in sharing ourselves in making a difference in the world, because I know that your business, the joyful is all about impact and positive change in the world. So that's probably made it extremely broad. (laughs) But I'd love to you to share what whatever you feel is relevant around what holds you back from being self expressed in life.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think you're absolutely right because they are all so closely intertwined. Um, and so much of it does come down to confidence. Um, but I think confidence is is an interesting thing because it can be easily fake. Well, not easily, but it can be faked. And um, I think we can look at people and assume confidence. And really what I've realized about my own journey is... I've been really good at faking confidence for a long time. Like I'm a really good hype man to myself to push myself out of my comfort zone. And and I kind of always have even when I've been really struggling. But what I'm noticing more and more recently is a more of a quiet sort of grounded confidence that, that feels more like holding my own hand than pushing myself forward, which is I think the kind of biggest difference. And so I've spent a lot of time pushing myself forward. And and in that space, I've been stopped by anything. I mean, it could even be a mood that I have on, on any given day. Like I might go to bed one night and feel like I can take on the world and wake up in the morning and feel like a a meek little mouse and just not want to go anywhere around anyone. (laughs) And it's that sort of very um, interchangeable mood that that has always impacted my ability to consistently push myself forward through these different different ways of expressing myself. Um, And really, I think that comes down to a sort of real deep-rooted, fear of not being good enough and not being worthy and it being dangerous to to step outside and speak my truth and shine my light and so never feeling that kind that's what I mean by the difference now is now I'm doing a lot more of the inner work of what is this kind of like a forever burning source of 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 inspiration and confidence and creativity and all these different things that come into it and how to harbor that consistently within rather than looking without outside of myself if that makes sense
1: yeah yeah because if you're if we're constantly seeking external validation which i think every human being on this planet does then we're beholden to whether or not that we get that or not and you're right i know from my experience internal validation and i think that's really the the basis of confidence is i've just actually done an episode which is going to be released in a few weeks time but it's actually going to be before this one comes out on confidence versus arrogance and how to have more confidence, um, which is I think this actually this conversation really uh, intertwines with that very nicely because you're talking about confidence and confidence for me is uh, having a belief in, in one's own abilities um, and to have to be self-expressed and put yourself out there. You, do you feel like you've got to believe in yourself to do that or can you do it I- without?
0: yeah I think it's I think there is a part of it that you have to believe in yourself um although I don't think you necessarily have to believe in your ability as much as speak kindly to yourself about the process um Mm -hmm. so I'll give you an example when I my most recent um burlesque performance was really really out of the box and quite quite bonkers and very um unique for a burlesque performance and that's what i wanted to do i wanted to do something that nobody else had done before which is quite difficult anyway in anything in the world um and i had no idea if it was going to be good because no one had seen it i had no idea if anyone was going to resonate with it or if it was just going to be plain old weird but what the rhetoric i was talking to myself in my head ahead of it and how I was hyping myself up ahead of it was regardless of how it goes down regardless of what happens I have done something that I can be really proud of myself for and I think that's something for me that's the the sort of change of I've always been pushing myself forward to achieve something more 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 and never really given myself credit for the journey and gone do you know what like check you out like that was that was a big thing that you did well done and and not necessarily it doesn't even matter if it was good (laughs) I mean obviously you want it to be good but it's not what matters it's not if you're always looking to be good and better to source your confidence then as soon as you have a knock which is inevitable then your confidence is destroyed like it then it becomes like a very fragile thing whereas if you're building confidence in every step you take like a child does, you know, every time that they get up to try and walk, they might totter a couple more steps before they fall over, but their confidence is building with every extra step that they take.
1: Yeah. If
0: we if we were if we were to put the adult mentality onto a child, they'd get up, they'd try and walk, they'd fall over, their confidence would be destroyed and they'd never try and walk again. And I think that's where I'm trying to really harbor an appreciation for the experience rather than the end result, which Mm. is something that I'm trying to exercise in all areas of my life, especially in business, because I'm really noticing how hustle culture is not only destroying my life, (laughs) to be completely frank about it, but also how it has been destroying my confidence because I look around at everybody else around me and I'm like, I'm not doing, I'm not that where they are. I'm not good enough rather than looking at where I am and the journey that I've taken and how much, like you said, how much more self-expressed I am now than I was even just six months ago. That's a huge win.
1: Yeah, amazing. No, really completely agree with everything. And, you know, we mentioned the the hustle culture word. Um, the more I talk to people, the more I'm understanding this uh more and more people are are really stepping up against this idea of hustle culture and how it does have a detrimental effect on people because we're constantly comparing ourselves to others we think we're not good enough and it makes us small and it makes us silent it it, it actually in my view um stifles our self-expression so let's take it back to basics um i want to make sure that this episode really speaks to people who are running a business um you have been running your business with alice now for five years i was gonna think then but i was like i came to your fifth birthday party love uh where you did a where you you know you were up on stage and you uh you were you were being self-expressed and and that was awesome so I, I really want this this episode to to provide something to people, whatever stage of uh, their business journey they are. You know, they might just be starting out. Some people might be listening that they're thinking about starting a business, but they're not sure. Um, people might be five five ten years or plus into it. But I do think that at any stage, we will continue to have issues with self expression, confidence. You know, just to share. Yeah, I've run businesses for coming up to sixteen years now. I've been an entrepreneur. I still have it. Like I still have lack of self-expression. So I'd like to take it back to to basics. What is self-expression to you?
0: Oh, that's such a good question. Um, Self-expression to me is freedom. Like the freedom to follow your ideas. And um, there's an expression that I've been using a lot in my business recently, which is to play at the edge of possibility. So for me, self-expression is playing at the edge of possibility. It's being open to new ideas and creative ways of thinking and communicating, however that might be. Um, I'm a writer, so for me, most of my communication comes in that form um and and just being free feeling free enough um and unshackled enough by fear so fear is the shackle being unshackled enough to really um explore and experiment and get curious um, because I think self-expression as a kind of concept is so... The whole thing is, isn't it? It's about the self. It's about how you choose to bring it through. So it's so varied and so personal. But I think the one thing that we're all looking for is that feeling of freedom to to express ourselves how we we feel called to express ourselves. And, um, and I think that in business that is such a huge thing, especially as a leader, because... If you're not able to express your unique flavor, your unique perspectives, then you will never be able to be the leader that you are are meant to be, because you'll never be able to show up as the leader that you're meant to be. And I think that's the other thing that I I think is really powerful about self-expression is... It's so inspiring for those around you, and and I I am I ask you, Jeremy, and and the listeners to think about a time when you watched somebody absolutely in their element, like shining, like it's like a light that shines out from within them, and they're just completely in the moment. Like that is so inspiring, and that for me is the essence of self-expression.
1: Love it, yeah, yeah, freedom. It's uh, yeah, it's a very powerful thing, and it's a thing that I know that we all seek and crave as human beings and why do you feel it's important to be self-expressed in life in business I
0: think um I think it's it's really it comes down to I really believe that every single one of us has our own little version of magic like something that makes us completely unique and yet unites us all and self expression for me is allowing that unique spark of uniqueness to shine through in whatever way is right for you so if we think of every artist and creator of any description that's ever existed that that what they have brought through into the world is their expression of self it's their expression of their own form of genius and i think everybody has that and obviously it's on a spectrum and society will say some is better than others but i believe everybody has it and if we were to teach our children to be self-expressed into adulthood and they all, all children are self-expressed they were born self-expressed um, but if we were to stop hammering that out of them and instead harboring that and, and developing that, I think everybody would would be so much more alive and so much happier and full of joy and be creating all kinds of amazing stuff all the time. And, and I do feel like probably the reason that society deliberately hammers that out of us is because it would be quite uh, difficult for the capitalist system to operate if everyone was self-expressed.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely, wouldn't it? I mean, yeah. that notion, if we think about the extreme opposite to the world that we operate in, which is grey, dull, white men, suits, you know, growth, investment, all that kind of world, there's, there's no space in that in that world for self expression whatsoever. I mean, no. I don't know. You go
0: I was going to say, well, you get it all the time. On you're one of the most self-expressed people I know on LinkedIn, and you get it all the time. And like, this isn't a space for your self-expression. <laughs> like, be, you must just be like homogenized. It's so
1: boring. Here's here's a list of behaviours and actions that make me feel comfortable. And if you don't adhere to them, I'm going to come after you and tell you off. Um, you know, and being a being a, a gay man myself as well, you know, I did my uh mba uh, dissertation on this subject around authenticity in the workplace and i spoke to people in from the financial sector in these very traditionally professional i'm using air quotes here um industries and it was so clear in the in the interviews i did that those industries are there's there's very little space for self-expression so it's understandable why in business there's this constant pressure on people not to to move outside the norm particularly on spaces I mean I will talk in more detail I'd love to talk in more detail about spaces like LinkedIn and social media because I think that's the place that it's most relevant for but I also want to focus in on those people because we're talking about self-expression and freedom and we're talking about what some people might seem as quite grand things like going and doing Bilesque or um, going and doing stand-up comedy or something that's very creative, but on a practical business sense, they, I think there's a link between self-expression and people doing what they want and starting a business. And even just literally going from being a, uh, a someone, for example, working in an agency to stepping outside and working for themselves there's do you feel like there's something there around self-expression even if it is literally I just want to work for myself and do my own thing
0: yes definitely um I mean in the beginning if with all businesses all brands at the beginning the founder is the brand until unless they're like a, a tech startup that has loads of investment if you're Just, you know, if you're you're going from being in a job to going out and selling your services or products, you are the brand. And Mm. so if you hold yourself back from being expressed and visible as a result of that, then you are absolutely going to impact your ability to grow your business or, or even to get it past that first point. And I totally understand this because I actually don't think I ever... I don't think I ever fully understood the challenges of self-expression until I started the joyful and I've always winged it in every job I've ever got. I've always kind of oversold myself. And then I just, I just know, I trust in my ability to step up to the plate. Um, and then I started my business and the imposter syndrome hit me so hugely that I suddenly went from having loads of confidence to hardly any confidence, almost like overnight And I think that is so, so common. And so, yes, as someone who's just starting or thinking of starting, or even maybe you're a few years in and you've lost your mojo, again, can totally relate. Self-expression is such an important part of all of that. Because again, you, it also allows you to go back to your purpose and why you started this in the first place and to go, okay, where am I not being self-expressed? Where am I not feeling free? Where am I not living by the purpose of which I have developed this brand, organization, idea, whatever it might be? Um, and how can I realign myself with that? And I feel like it all comes in together under the under the kind of, we can call it self-expression, um, but I feel it in, in, it ties all of that together.
1: Mm. Yeah yeah because it might just even be as simple as starting your starting out um working for yourself or running your own business and showing up to a networking event and having that confidence to put yourself out there and say this is who i am and what i do and it doesn't have to be anything grand or anything so different from from you know what's already out there but it just might just be that's a form of self-expression. Would you agree?
0: Definitely, yeah. It's you know it's the ability to talk about what you're doing, what you're up to in the world with conviction. And, and that is a very, very powerful thing. And I think we've all been, maybe, I mean, I've definitely been this person in a networking event, but I think we've all been to a networking event where someone who doesn't have that, that feeling of self-expression and confidence that comes with that, speaks about their business and their business could be the most amazing thing in the world, but the power is lost because the person in themselves aren't being the conduit for that power. And again, that's not to say that's easy. It's not easy at all. (laughs) It's very challenging. And I think it's not linear either. Like you can go, you can sometimes feel like you're going two steps forward, one step back with this. Um, And at the same time, I do think it's one of the most crucial elements of stepping into your full power as a leader is really taking the time to understand how you can be your most self-expressed and what you need in your life and, and in your business to nurture that as much as you possibly can
1: mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's a very good point and it's you know just uh, thinking about people who are starting a business even if you are working for yourself there'll be a reason why you start you Everyone who starts a business or works for themselves will have a reason why they want to do it outside of, of course, it's the actual freedom of not having to work for someone else and uh, having your own income, et cetera. But there'll be a reason why you took a decision to step outside of a corporation or another company to do it by yourself. And often, in my experience, is because you see it not being done the way you feel it should be done, or something's broken about it. I mean, your business, the joyful, is a, a exact example of that because your when you started out, you saw that the the Marketing agency model was broken, and marketing in general was was broken. So you took a decision to start something, and that's a form of self expression, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it is a hundred percent. Um, and and I think that every business that exists that's really pushing against the grain is a form of self expression. Um, and 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 that's a really, I think that's a really exciting thing because I really believe that the world will be so much more joyful and vibrant if we have fully self-expressed leaders manifesting from their expression and the the manifestation being the business. I don't mean that necessarily in a woo-woo way. I mean that in the actual sense of the word manifestation, the bringing to life from something. And I feel like that's what self-expression is. It's it's like an energy force (laughs) that brings Something. It's not just a feeling or or an experience. It's bringing something from that into the world that has an impact.
1: Mm. Yeah, and it's yeah, and that's the thing, isn't it? We've all got a view and an opinion. Everyone does. They say opinions are like arseholes.
0: Mm, Um, I have many. (laughs) I have so many. I was going
1: to say, well, arseholes or opinions (laughs)
0: or both. (laughs) Or both.
1: (laughs) Um, So I was doing some research last night um, online and I was looking around self-expression and how to be more self-expressed and what is self-expression and there was this article i found on a website which i can't remember because i didn't copy the link so apologies if you wrote this but it was thinking about when you start to think about being more self-expressed to make a list and it was things like what are your likes and your dislikes what are your world views political views your concerns those kinds of questions like we've all got opinions on something i mean we just we talked earlier about hustle culture and if i say to you what do you think of hustle culture you'll have a probably a reasonably strong reaction to that question am i right yeah yeah same here and for example whether whatever that is whatever's going on in the world whether that's uh, the current state of the uk economy whether it's um, lgbtq plus rights whether it's Yeah, there's a long list of different things that we all have views and opinions about. And I think this leads very nicely into a conversation around social media because social media is, for me, one of the biggest areas where it feels sometimes like a battleground of views and opinions. And particularly Mm. on LinkedIn, where you've got very different groups of people with different views, whether that's political or whether that's, business should be done this way versus that way often clashing even down to the point of what's appropriate to put on the platform it's just i just it my mind boggles it's such a pet dish of like human condition and human behavior in one place you can just see it all going on so what has been your experience i'd love to hear your thoughts around self-expression through social media, the challenges, the things that you know, you find difficult or work really well?
0: Or oh, do you know what? I find social media to be the most stickiest point around self-expression. Um, I find it weirdly a lot easier <laughs> to get up on stage and bring a new act to the world, which involves taking my clothes off to a bunch of strangers I find it it a lot easier to go on podcasts and talk in a way that I feel is self-expressed. I find it a lot easier to do workshops, to do public speaking, all of these things. I don't feel the sort of same level of vulnerability that I feel on social media. And I think that probably people can relate to this. I think it's that you're, especially on a, a platform like LinkedIn, where the algorithm is an amazing thing because it gets you in front of all different people who who aren't even in your networks necessarily. But that also puts you in a very vulnerable position. And I think we have all experienced or known somebody who has experienced some level of shaming via social media and where I really don't believe anyone would ever go to an in real life event, for example, And maybe they don't like it or they found it to be like untasteful or whatever it might be. They've got an opinion about it. They're not going to go up to you afterwards and start shouting in your face about how what their opinion is and how they don't like it. Generally, they won't because that's not how humans operate, especially not in our very uptight country. But what they will do on social media is because there's that level of anonymity. People will pile on and bullying seems to be acceptable, especially if other people corroborate your opinion. And that's what scares me as a chronic people pleaser who has a serious terror of, uh, of, um, of confrontation. The idea of putting myself out there and really expressing my opinions about things that others might not agree with stops me from doing it because of the fear of, the trolls or the the and i'm going to say it because i do genuinely believe this is something that we need to take accountability for the bullying regardless of whether you think you're right regardless of whether other people around you think you're right if you jump onto somebody's post and you are mean in a way that you wouldn't be to their face because most people wouldn't be as rude and mean as they are online as in real life i think that's bullying yeah
1: yeah, no, I completely agree. And it's it's so interesting that you say that you would find it easier to stand up on stage or do a podcast. And I can understand why that would be the case because there's not that, for me, and I don't know if you agree with this statement, but with social media, you are exposed to such a wide variety of people. And yeah. there's that anonymity and there's that f- instant feedback and people are way more likely to be more aggressive, more rude to bully, to troll, yeah. Than than they would if they would do it to you in the face. There was a, a study done many years ago around road rage and why people are way more likely to get aggressive towards other people in cars than they would be out about and about on the streets. And it was because they found that because you can't see the driver, you can't see the person. So you get more frustrated. And the minute you see the person's face, your anger often will subside. So I think there's a lot of truth in that around, you know, around these challenges that we face on social media and, as you say, and I completely agree with the fact that social media is an incredibly powerful tool. And it's actually really, really, really amazing because I've connected with some exceptional people that, I, like, yeah. you know, value aligned values. I've just recorded a podcast with someone who I've never met in person. I've only spoken to her through social media. We so get each other and we talk a lot during the week and we've fast become fast friends because our values align with very similar people. And that wouldn't have been possible without social media. So there's a lot of positives. Yeah. And I don't think it's relevant to talk about those positives in the light of this conversation because I think, would you agree that the reason people are held back from being self-expressed on social media is because of the fear of all of these things you talk about?
0: Yeah, I think that there's there's so much in there. There's there's the fear of... Um, the, there's one thing, there's the fear of saying something that someone's going to disagree with. Mm. Um, and there's other experiences that, that I've had um, and fears that I've had around like... I don't want to seem like I'm bragging too much. I don't want to seem like I'm this. I don't want other people to think this. What if no one cares what I have to say? What if this, what if that? And I think because of our brain's natural ability to want to keep us safe. Thank you, brain. Thank you very much. um, It can then become such a a thought spiral that it's just easier to just not at all. Um, But the result of that can be a feeling of frustration and, um, and, like a feeling of being kind of clipped of the tongue by your own fears, yeah, and that's really, and I've had that many, many times before, and it's a really horrible place to be because it feels very much like your your self is standing in your own way of of expressing yourself.
1: Exactly, yeah, that's that that is lack of self expression, yeah, yeah, <laughs> like that is the exact example, and I I really relate to that and there's that i know for myself i don't know if this is true for you there's sometimes some resentment towards other people because they they're like well you're doing it really well why uh, you know i can't do that and i'll I'll share an example that i from my perspective which i think really speaks into this i've been told by a number of people over the last few months that they really admire my self-expression and there's even part of my internal dialogue right now that's going, Jeremy, shut up. You sound like an arrogant wanker. Blah, 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 blah. Um, that resistance to want to share myself authentically and do that in a confident way, because I've been brought up in a world where you're told don't get too big for your boots and all that yeah. nonsense. That's something i constantly fight against. And I was really happy to hear that feedback and also surprised because I know for myself how, um, what's the opposite of non self? I was going to say unself expressed. Let's just say that word. Unself expressed, I can be in how much I hold back. The amount of times I've posted something which I feel is quite out there or not necessarily controversial, because you know me well enough. I've got a quite irreverent, um, kind of tongue in cheek, cheeky way of communicating. And I can sometimes mm. be very marmite. And what I've noticed for myself over the years is that I've really. I've really held back on my self-expression for fear of offending people, upsetting people or X, Y, and Z. And Mm -hmm. so many times I've not posted something or I've posted it and then deleted it 20 minutes later for fear of, Oh no, what people are going to say, et cetera, et cetera. And I think you, you mentioned something earlier about exercising the muscle. Like this is something we have to practice and get good at because it doesn't come naturally to us. And I don't know, also, a question for you is you know, you're very similar to me. You've got um, strong opinions. Your communication and how you put yourself out into the world is, it can be similar to mine. I don't know if you agree with that, but I don't got, think like, I'm
0: irreverent in the same way. Um, but I definitely maybe have not strong opinions.
1: Yeah, you know, we're we, our language, we're not we we sit outside of what people might consider the kind of normal way of being.
0: Yeah, we fight against professionalism. <laughs> yeah. Not not professionalism as what we have, our own version of professionalism, but we fight against the box-putting professionalism of the past way of doing business, which we both disagree with as being the, the, the future.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, exactly. I didn't want to just to clarify i wasn't saying you're irreverent like i am i that's who i know myself to be but we're not we're not beige we're not you know
0: we are not beige
1: we are not beige um and so we're more likely to get what some might you know we we're more likely to get negative feedback let's say because we are stepping outside of that those norms and so is there an element of that which, which help which, which does cause you to be less self-expressed? Do you feel or, yeah, definitely
0: one hundred percent. Definitely, um, it definitely holds me back expressing certain certain views. And do you know? I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing though, because I think this is a this is an interesting segue into kind of what it's similarly to what Brené Brown talks about with like conscious vulnerability. Yeah. I think we can also exercise conscious self-expression because for me what really helps me to step outside of my own fears which are absolutely there and probably always will be because I'm never going to be able to get rid of my <laughs> the part of my brain that my lizard brain that's just trying to keep me safe. Um the so the uh, the thing that I think is interesting when I do talk about something, I'm thinking about the people who I want to reach an impact and the people who will read what I have to say and get something from it. I'm not trying to be controversial. I'm not trying to piss anyone off. And when I'm focusing on what the impact could be of what I'm saying, it helps me to push through the fear of what someone else might think about it. Because ultimately what that person thinks about it is irrelevant if my intention is great. And and oftentimes I'll find like maybe five people are like, oh my God, I really needed to read that today. I really needed to hear that today. And one person will have a problem with it because it's in direct opposition to how they're living their lives. And that's Mm -hmm. fine because maybe that person will then go away and think to themselves, why was I so triggered by that? And then maybe there'll still be an access for them to see something in a different way. And I, that's the point of what I'm trying to say is self-expression doesn't have it. If you stop it from being about your own needs, as much as it is about you being a conduit for a way of seeing the world. And then it's about who you're trying to reach an impact. It suddenly sh- shifts the energy and becomes less um, terrifying.
1: Yeah, I love that. That's a really, really good point. It's making it about other people because actually when we're in our own concern for our, when we're in that space of, oh, I shouldn't say this, et cetera, et cetera, that's all about us. And about our concern. And I'd love your point about making it about why why do you want to be self-expressed? Sometimes it is literally I just want to express myself and I want to go and do burlesque or stand-up comedy or create, you know, those sorts of creative expressions. But also but within the what we're talking about with social media and with business and with life and making an impact and making a difference, there's a reason why you want to put your message out there, whether it's as you say, to Give someone who is in a vulnerable place with something that they're dealing with, which you have a view on, to help them. And as you say, like if even if you're just helping one, one or two people, it doesn't matter. And I love what you said about the people that criticise that. It's just because it doesn't align with how they live their life or you know their values, and it doesn't mean that you shouldn't speak up and say what you need to say.
0: Mm-hmm yeah because i because then i would say because you know you could say if if you think that self expression is just speaking whatever the hell you want to speak whenever you want to speak it however you want to speak it that's not what i consider to be self expression what i consider to be self expression is much more of an energy of like a sourcing of something that is to me it's, it's heavily aligned with creativity bringing something into the world that has an impact And that's why I think when people without any thought behind the impacts of what they're saying, when they, when they comment or they, you know, exhibit some bullying behaviors on social media, that to me, that's not self-expression. Like if they were to do it in a way that was coming from a place of evolving and exploring, that would be self-expression. But like, I think, I think with self-expression to me, it's a lot about the intention as much as it is about the action.
1: Mm. Yeah. And it's, and what you said about, you know, bullying and the way that you're sharing something as a response. I just think about boundaries. And it takes me back to what we were talking earlier about who we are as people and how we express ourselves. There does need to be some boundaries. And I completely agree with you about sharing your view and saying, this is wrong, this is right is isn't self-expression bullying people or shutting them down self-expression is allowing for conversation there has to be some boundaries about it i have some really strong views and i'd love to say certain things in certain ways but i know that i can sometimes upset and offend people from the way i say it and so i have to be responsible i think we all have to be responsible with how we communicate ourselves because I remember you know, I hear people go, Oh, you know, I'm I'm telling them how it is. You might have heard people say that in a very defensive kind of I'm right, you're wrong kind of way. And that for me isn't self-expression because that's just your view of the world. Mm-hmm. And you're not telling people how it is, you're telling people what your view of how it is is. Yeah. That exactly.
0: Sense. Like self-expression for me is is a very welcoming like space like a a genuinely a safe space that we can cultivate for ourselves first but once we're doing that for ourselves we can then do that for others and that's where I think we could all be more conscious in the way that we use social media and to really think about well what's our attention here because I I would say that like if you're genuinely self-expressed you genuinely feel free you genuinely feel comfortable in the way that you are sitting within the world you don't need to force your opinions on anyone else like you don't need to tell anyone else that they're wrong that to me is not the behavior of somebody who is shining their essence out from within themselves yeah so it's it's not um it's not self-expression to to be coming from a very closed perspective of communication yeah Uh, that that's like i i don't when i think about self-expression as an as an energy it's not it's not aggressive or accusatory or make right or make wrong it is literally just the purest essence of a human beings of a human being coming out of themselves in whichever way it it wants to come out (laughs) like it's not just about how you you talk and how you communicate it's how you are how you move around the world and also importantly how you make other people feel in your presence
1: Mm. yeah no it's um it's a really good it's a really good point sophie and i think what i'm getting from what you've just shared and correct me if i'm wrong is that if you have a, a view an opinion or something that you want to express if you come at it from i'm right you're wrong this is my view it's right then that creates this this world where we're in conflict with one another. But if you say, this is my view, and this is how I feel about the world, and your view's not wrong, but I just don't agree with it, and it's okay that you don't agree with it, but I'm still going to have my view and opinion, I think that's a different kind of energy. Would you agree?
0: Definitely. Definitely. Like, And that, that whole understanding that they're really actually... And this is something people absolutely hate when I say this, but there isn't such a thing as right and wrong. Like there yeah. isn't. There is no objective right and wrong. There just there is just opinions and societal corroborations and law. Yeah, that's it.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like... I mean, there are there are some facts in the world, you know, physical laws. that well, while people still like argue against those, there are of course. But people's brains go absolutely crazy when you tell them the idea that there's nothing right or wrong. And I completely agree yeah. with you. It's but just There's no
0: moral right and wrong. Yeah. There is just a perspective. Yeah. And that's not to say that I don't strongly have my own moral compass. Of course I do. And I, I have been extremely judgmental in my life about others not corroborating with my way of seeing the world. However, that just shuts me down from self-expression because what again, and I'm like very much into the arts, very much a a literature nerd and all my degrees are all in that sort of field. And so I I respect so much the bringing into the world of, of art through express self-expression. And I don't agree with everything that I read or everything that I see. I I might look at something and be like, that is utterly shit. That's my opinion. Right. But someone else is willing to pay like five, frigging a million pounds for it <laughs> like, yeah. and it's this you know and it, it's the same when it comes to bringing it back to social media it's the same when it comes to expressing a perspective that we have on social media you don't have to agree with it and i think it would be a very beautiful thing if we could all commit to allowing ourselves to not agree with something but without feeling the compulsion. <laughs> to then make the person wrong. Just, and it does seem like a compulsion, doesn't it? Because it's, it seems like, can't stop myself, must tell you how much I disagree with everything that you're doing. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's very kind of reptilian brain monkey brain like ah it's like i just have a vision of you screaming going screaming into an art gallery going this is shit
0: what are that's you doing Burn it now!" it's a blue square
1: i'm so, so offended that you even thought about doing this and putting it near me in any form how dare you that's literally how angry people get on social media it's it's quite laughable in some respects and it's not i think there's a definitely a need in my view to help people build some resilience towards this kind of stuff i mean give less give less fucks about the things that actually don't matter if some dickhead has come at you and been so like my view now on responding to social media comments is if you are not constructive in any way and you are rude, aggressive or anything like that, I'm just literally going to delete you. I'm not even going to respond. I'm not going to give you my energy. Of course, if you come back with a measured response that challenges me, of course, let's get into a dialogue. But honestly, these people can just fuck off, in my opinion.
0: Mm, yeah, no, I know. Um, we, I mean, we've had because Alice and I, female founders, and the Joyful is a a purely female um, and non-binary led organization with a whole host of neurodiversity and mental health and queer dynamics in the mix. (laughs) So so we're quite right on when it comes to um, inclusion and diversity and, and accessibility. And we have had some of the most disgusting comments on things that we've put out on social media, especially when we've done like ads and stuff. And we've been putting our own, like, like for things that like promoting things that we're we're up to. And it's largely been from, you know, I hate to stereotype, but it has largely been from white, straight, cisgender men. Yeah. And and I, I do, I just think, we, you know, Alice got quite quite upset a, a couple of times and I was just like, who cares? Like, they've got nothing better to do than to try and pull down a, a non-binary person who's putting themselves out there. Then that is the, massively their problem. <laughs> it's not our problem.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and it's a difficult one, isn't it? Because I think you've, you've really highlighted a good point because obviously my, well, I say obviously, it may not be obviously, but my view and my response then is quite, jarring and quite intense because i've got to that point myself but there are people that don't aren't in that space to have that reaction they have their own past experiences they're in a vulnerable space they might have a lot of trauma around certain things so it's Mm. not as simple as for people to respond to that but my view and i don't know if you agree or disagree with this but my view is i'm a gay man is the world going to be a hundred percent okay with me existing no, it's a fact that they're not. Mm-hmm. Is it okay? No, it's not. Can, what can I do as an individual about it? Not a lot, really. I can try my best in my own little patch of land to do what I can, mm. and I do, but I have to come to terms with the fact that not everyone's going to accept me, and I have to keep myself safe and out of spaces where I know that I can come to harm. And this is the same, you know, I am essentially a cisgender white man so I've, obviously i speak from a different view than you as a woman i have no idea what it's like to be you, you know to have your experience and so i just wanted to say that because i wanted to highlight that without because i didn't want to step over that um and it's down to the individual isn't it at the end of the day yeah
0: you know, you and know. i think well first of all i would say none of us have any idea of the experience of anybody else anyway no. so i completely understand what you're saying and i think compassion. Needs to be um, needs to be afforded everybody, even even those you know so-called white cisgender straight men. <laughs> um, but the the other thing that I would say that we can all do is is commit to doing our very very best to shine our light as brightly as we can. Which again, to me, is what self expression is. Because the more that we shine, the more that we have self-expressed leaders shining their light, despite what people might want to do to try and put that light out, the more that we show others who might resonate with us for whatever reason, might be other gay men who've had similar experiences and and don't feel even remotely self-expressed or other women or other, you know, whoever, who can see themselves in, in us and think, oh my gosh, if they can do it, I can do it or, Oh my gosh, I've been having all these thoughts and nobody has ever articulated what I've been thinking before. And now this other person's come and, and I can relate. And I don't feel so alone. And all of these things are absolutely the reasons why it is so frigging important to be self-expressed because mm-hmm. it has a huge impact on your communities and those around you. It is the reason why self-expression and leadership are so closely intertwined. And it's also the, the way that we're going to change the world in our own little tiny ways, you know, to, 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 to lift each other up. And I would say, let's try our best. And this is really not that easy try our best to ignore those who want to pull us down, because those people are either going to be left behind or at some point they're going to have an awakening and be like, shit, I've been so freaking miserable. I've been trying to, been spending all my miserable energy trying to pull other people down. And really, I could have just been joining them in this self-expressed freaking shining fest, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. And that's, I think, that's where the, the focus needs to be. It's like, what what do I want to be? Who do I want to be? And how can I shine as brightly as I possibly can and and invite others to shine with me?
1: That was so beautiful, Sophie. It really was. Yeah, I love that. I wanted to kind of like, end there but i just wanted to highlight a couple of points that was so beautifully put and i think i would summarize that by saying that to be self-expressed and to have views and opinions that people may or may not agree with isn't about pulling other people down it's about having an awareness and particularly as leaders having an awareness and a compassion towards other people and awareness Mm -hmm. of them would you agree
0: yeah exactly i do really think it's so interesting because this conversation has made me realize it more than i necessarily did before but i really do think that self-expression starts with the self it starts from within but it's actually so much more about connection and community and 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 bringing people together
1: yeah no i completely agree It's yeah. It's this has been a really amazing conversation. I also want to highlight if there are any straight white cisgender men listening, we love you. Really, we love you. We love you (laughs) all. It's just, it's just, it's it's this final thing I just want to say about that. It's, it's. I was having a conversation. I sorry, no, let me start again. I was on Facebook and a woman had put a black woman had put a comment about how she felt that the staff in a particular shop were being racist. And there was this barrage of, and you looked at all the profile pictures, they were all white men, right? They all said, no, racist doesn't, racism doesn't exist. And I was like, what? How can you, as someone who isn't on the receiving end of racism, say it doesn't exist? It's impossible. It just made my mind boggle. So I think that's just that point, really, about how and i think if you you that's what you're saying is that often the response that these negative responses we get around things that are anything other than to do with white straight cisgender men are white straight cisgender men Would that be
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah
1: and they, and and some people may not be able to hear that but at least we've said it
0: exactly and there's all love there's all it's all love it's all love it's i think that's the thing isn't it it's just about accessing compassion and yeah. moving forward with that. That's the most important thing. That's how we're going to heal the world.
1: Beautiful. We'll end it there. So, Sophie, thank you so much for joining me today. And thank I love our conversations. Um, and where can people find you if you choose to be? You might say, I don't want to be found
0: online. Oh my gosh. I love the attention. Please find me and tell me I'm great. Um, <laughs> uh <laughs> you can find me on all of the joyful channels that we are the joyful and our website is we um you can also find my burlesque at uh, peach de la like each to their own which uh, ties perfectly nicely into everything that we've been talking about
1: uh, brilliant well thank you so much and i'm sure you'll be back at some point in the future uh.
0: I got so many opinions, so many yeah. thoughts, feelings. <laughs> <laughs> <Thanks so much. laughs> Thank you. Bye.
1: Thank you so much for listening in today. I hope you've enjoyed this conversation. This has been How Not To Run A Business with your host, me, Jeremy Jacobs. If you like this conversation and you want to hear more, then make sure you follow or subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. And whilst you're there, if you want to leave me a review, I would really appreciate it. If you'd like to connect with me online, you can do so on Instagram, LinkedIn and Facebook. And my profile name is Jeremy Jacobs UK. Or you can check out my website, which is jeremyjacobs.co.uk. So, once again, thank you so much for listening. And until next time, keep on trying, keep on failing, keep on succeeding.